You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. The amount that you have to give for Matonis Levyonim. We already, we said, as we've already explained, the Mishnah Bura, quoting the Prima Godim, says that he's not sure. Um, the Ritva in Megillah says that it's two prutois, because that's a matona, but it's not less than two prutois. Um, we also saw from the Prima Godim, uh, Mishnah Bura quoting him, that it has to be something that it's roi lehenois mimenu bapurim. Now we're wondering, does that mean it has to be, he doesn't have to go do anything with it, he has to be able to enjoy it on Purim itself. But he still doesn't give an amount. It has to be something that he will enjoy on Purim as opposed to a check, for example, or something that, uh, raw food that he wouldn't be able to warm up or to cook. But it sounds like you could still get by with a minimum amount. Rav Rabinovich, uh, in the in the Piske Alochos, says that many poskim disagree with the Mishnah Baruch, and they say that you have to give for Matanas Levyonim enough that this poor guy has enough money now to buy mozoing for a meal that can at least have three baitsim of food. Now, which means a decent amount, a decent meal. That is what in the Piskei Chuvas is quoted. Rebel Yoshev said similarly, but he gave a shear. He said that to Makai Mitzvah Matanos the point is the Oni has to be the Simcha that he got it. Now, again, the Mishnah Bura meant that he has to be able to use it today. Rebel Yoshev says it's got to be enough to make him besimcha. So Rebel Yoshev's son-in-law asked Rebel Yoshev what he meant. What should it be? Give me an amount. So he says 50 shekel for every evyoy. I assume when Rev, Rev Azriel Orabach asked Rebel Yoshev this, it was 50 shekel was pretty much like what we have today, which is approximately three to four dollars, um, three to four shekel per dollar. So 50 shekel would be $12? about $12. Exactly. So about Makayim Matanus Levyoinim, according to Rebel Yoshev, I said five the other day, Again, according to Rav Azriel, it would be something like 12 or more, because that's probably what you need to be misameach the oni. If it's sameach or that they have a food. Okay, so it's you could give him either a nice meal, like you saw, three baits in worth, like of, of bread and chicken. This, like you give him a whole prepared meal, that, that would be makayamit. But um, and you can see, as 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 he says that you know they quote the poskim that it has to be a suit of three baits in, right? Um, and especially you know the ritva, Rebbe Yoshev said the ritva is, is clearly that the Mishabura quotes 
you can't use that. Look what he quotes here. He says, "Bismana Mishnah Brura, pruta hoyseskum shoyev shaliknos mashuel yodai." In other words, even a pruta's worth of kesef, the, the Mishnah Brura quotes the primagodim about the ritva because that amount of silver could still buy something. But today, a prut of silver is two to three agurot. I'm not even sure if you use agurot anymore in Eretz Yisrael today. But, um, but so you not yotze at all. So, kopanim, um, you see that that part you should probably be machmir. Again, I, I feel that uh, you know about twenty. Again, so let's say you're giving to the rabbi of the shul. So Lachora, based on what Rabbi Yoshev said, you should probably give twenty-five dollars minimum. Lachora, right? So according that would be Lachora, the minimum shear, according to Rabbi Yoshev to Makayim Matonos Um Obviously, uh, in many places we talked. Uh, Yesterday, are there aniyim around? Is this a place where you're going to find aniyim? Um, so let's say you happen to be in a very a ritzy spot or whatever it is, there aren't any aniyim. So Rav Rabinovich says in the Piskei Chuvas, so you have to realize Purim's coming up. So you need to, in advance, to get that money somehow in the pipeline that it's going to reach a, an ani somewhere on Purim. Or call someone to be your shliach in Yerushalayim or someplace else. He says you can call him on the telephone and say, can you take 25 bucks and give it to an ani? And, and that would be a kiyum in your matanus levyonim. And you can pay him back later. But that, that would definitely be a kiyum of matanus levyonim, which is what is done often. I know Rabbi Tait's here in Elizabeth and, and other Rabbanim, what they do is you give them the money and they call your Eretz Yisrael and they release this amount of money based on the money you've given them. So, it, again, it, it goes through a little bit of a convolution, but that would be the way you'd be Mekayim Atanas Levyonim. You don't, if, if you could call someone who, who actually can give to an, a real Ani, that would maybe be just as good. I don't know. You know, again, obviously, when you're dealing with institutions, there are things you're not aware of. But I know that there are institutions, you can see them, they're advertised in the Jewish press and other uh, Jewish magazines uh, that, uh, you know, with the, and you can arrange through a credit card. I know Chabad also does. So these are ways to Makai Matanas Levyonim because uh, the money is given, even technically on your behalf. And therefore, um, even though you're not as specifically in mind in that institution, but that amount of money does go out through what you do. Matanus Leviatim cannot come from Miser funds, correct? Right, it should not come from Miser. Right. It's, it's a separate din, as we talked about yesterday. Well, kind of the same as like Moschitim, it's kind of like a... It's a separate chiyuv that's, that's put on us. Um, now, Let's say um, someone gives Matanus Levionim for you. Um, that's a, the, the, Rabinovich says it's a suffix that um, 
if you weren't aware of it and someone said, I had you in mind, whether that works, he says, Efsher Shayoyo. So if you have such people, it's possible. Um, So, we talked a little bit about Matanos Levyoinim. Let's talk about Meshloich Monos. Um, the Ramah writes that Meshloich Monos should be done in the daytime, not Purim night. There are people that come to Shul and give you Meshloich Monos. Um, it sounds from the, Mish- from the Ramah that you might not be Makayimit if you send it during the day. Um, so that's what it sounds like. Even though many people, if they come to Purim night, Megillah, they'll give people Shvach Monos. Um, the Ramah deals with another case. So I want to give, um, right? I want to give two Monos to you, but you don't want it. You don't eat gluten, but we talked about, we'll talk about that later. Uh, whether if a person is, if you give something that a person would be ill from, if a person has a as an issue because he's medically not able to eat this, so you probably aren't yotze, mishloch monos, because that's something that person couldn't eat. If the person, you know, if, if, or let's say if the person would get sick by eating it, if the person is a diabetic and you're giving him something that will overload his sugar base, so. It's supposed to be something to his friend that he can enjoy on Purim. If he can't enjoy it because he's got celiac, which makes him terribly ill by ingesting gluten or something like that, you wouldn't be Yotzei. But let's say it's not that he doesn't, it's not that he, for medical reasons, he just doesn't want it. Or he says, look, I'm Michael. It's right. So the halacha is your Yotzei. You don't have to give anything more. You can take it back. That's what the Ramah says. The Prichodosh and the Chsam Sofer feel that that's a very difficult psak. <laughs> In other words, you, you basically, you prepare the meal, you prepare the nice plate, the guy doesn't want it, nobody got anything. The, the, the Prichodosh and the Chsam Sofer say, but you didn't really connect, okay? So obviously the Ramah feels that it, as long as the thought that counts, the thought is the thing that's crucial. If the thought is there, that's good enough. You tried. The Prichadosh and the Sefer say, but you didn't, but there's not, there's no one eating stuff that you prepared. One of the Svaras that I once saw to explain that Shita of the Prichodash is, is that one of the uh, beautiful things about Purim is, is that there was true achtus that everybody ate other people's foods from their houses. That's part of what we're trying to show, that I trust your kashras, I trust who you are. I didn't eat in your house, but I ate the food from your house. So if, if someone Lamaisa is not taking the food you don't have a fulfillment of that beautiful idea of everybody being bound up together and eating each other's food. 
And could be that's the reason why the, the Chsam Soifer and the Prechodesh say that that's not what Mordechai and Esther meant. That's not what Chazal wanted with Mishloich Monos. They wanted, you're supposed to have somebody else's stuff and enjoying something that's made from somebody else. The fact that the guy wanted to give you a gift, <laughs> you're not Yoitsu with that. But here it is in the Ramah. As you can see, you are Yotzei. Now, here comes a, a, a Tznias issue. We'll see. A woman, a wife, let's say of a husband, has to give Matanus Levyoinim and Mashleich Monos, just like her husband. However, the Ramah says you should do in a Tznias sort of way. A woman should send to a woman, a man should send to a man. Now, why? Is it so terrible to get Mashlech Manas from a co-worker? You have, you know, you work with somebody uh, and, and, and you're both paramedics on an on a ambulance and, and, and the guy who works with you sends you Shlech Manas? So, yes, why is it so bad? Because sometimes a man will send to a unmarried woman Right, marry her by it. And, and maybe that's Kedushan. And therefore, we don't want that to happen. We don't want that to happen. Sheila, I was, you know, I, I realized that, you know, you, you work in an ambulance, right? <laughs> no, no, once upon a time. Once upon a time. But, anyway. But if, but if it's a married woman, it wouldn't be an issue. Married woman would be an issue, right. But if it's a woman who's not married, so therefore we say, the the postcom came up with this on Hoga, stay away from sending to the opposite sex. Because maybe, as, as he says, the Mr. Burr says, maybe that was Kedushan. Maybe this is the Savlonis. In other words, even though there's no Aedis, maybe this is the gift and there's already been Kedushan. Why else is the gift coming? We don't want there to be Sveikos going about that somehow through this halachic act, now they're married and we have to go into it. The postcom say, just stay away from it. Men to men, women to women. Um, the Mogan Avram writes that he doesn't see in his, when he looks around in the European communities, he doesn't see wives sending Shlokmana separately. So he says maybe it's only a, a woman who's living alone. But Enochinami, a woman who's living with her husband, when the husband gives Shlokmanais, so, and he's sending, let's say, to the next door neighbor, it's from the husband and the wife. So, but Lachora, right? <laughs> and therefore, I guess half of it's from the husband, half of it's from the wife. And that's the way your Yotze. But, you know, she doesn't have to send separately. However, the, the Mishnah, Mishnah Burr says, Yeshua Hachmir, though. <laughs> Mishnah Burr says, you should send separately. You should send separately. I have to tell you, in these, do, do you see women sending separately than men today? Married women? I don't. I don't see that happening. But the Mishabura says you should be machmer if possible. So the question is, if you're giving a, a, as a family, can you give extra portions in there so that you're giving at least each? Right. Of- 
Right, so, I, so you're right, Shil, if it's like four, let's say this Mishloch Monos has four things to eat, right? So right. two of them are from the husband, two are from the wife. But let's say it's two big things, right? Like Moshe, we talked about the pecan pie. So it's pecan, a big pecan pie, you could split it in half, right? And then a big bottle of wine. So half of it is from the husband, half is from the wife. So a kolponim, you could be motzi, your, your wife, and, and she has, like it's, it's hers, Part of it is from her. That's the way you have to look at it. You're right. Having four separate little dishes could could do it. Um, or it, it's clear that even though it's two big dishes, but it's clear that it's from both enough that they could have cut it in half. And it still would have been something that would have been kovadik, even if it, if you would cut it in half. Um Again, she could just, again, according to the Mishabur, she could just make sure to do her own little shlochmonas and she'll be yotze with that. Doesn't have to, all of them, right? That's another way uh, to look at it. When my mom all of a sudden was alive, I would, uh, I would give her shlochmonas for me to Mikhaim, my personal uh-huh. minimum. So you would give shlochmonas to, to your mom? Okay, that's an interesting thing about giving to family members. We didn't see, you know, or, or you know, I or, since she passed and I give it to a woman, but I still yeah. actually do. Uh, like when I'm in and pre COVID, I would bring something with and give it to the, a woman there, and I don't even have to know the woman. I just give it to whoever I'm uh, near. Uh, so that's how you feel your Makaya sure. Sure. Uh, uh, one of the one of the canards that are not a canard, but one of the things that people quote all the time is based on the great Chubas Binyan Zion, which Rav Yoshev and others say is not la but the Mishra brings it as a suffix, whether you can whether you need a shliach to give shlach monos, um, and even though the Mishra quotes it as if it might be true, like I said, Rav Yoshev and many others who came before Rav Yoshev also felt. That it's a that, that that it's not something you have to be mocked on, in terms of using an agent, in terms of a shlochmanus. Um, now, Rav Rabinovich speaking about this issue about uh, sending shlochmanus. Um, <laughs> Again, uh, he says that what does it mean that the husband gives on behalf of the wife? The husband has to tell the wife, hey, this is from us. And when it goes to the, the family, you have to write that it's from the whole family. You have to write that this is from, or you might want to put the names on the sticker. I know the Rebel Yoshev and others felt that it was important to know who was giving you. So you, you should look at it beforehand to realize that this is a gift from a certain person. So when you write the stickers or whatever it is on the basket, you should write, you know, um, let's say Avram, Udvora, let's say me and my wife. That would be the better way to write it. Because this way, it's clear that it's coming from both. Um, yeah. What about if you have teenagers at home, or more than teenagers at home? 
So even though they're not earning money yet, they also have to give Meshach Manos, obviously, separately, and Matanos Levionim. There are some postkim, however, Rabinovich says, that if they haven't started to earn money yet, that you it can't be Chazal are going to make them Chayev. Even if they're over bar mitzvah, but they, but they don't have any money. So what's the I, other, the whole point is you're a bread earner, you're a family man, you 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 have your own funds, but if you're still going to school and whatever is a teenager in their twenties and you're still not making any money, some posts can say that the chiv of mishloch manos does not apply or matonos levionim which is a big Kiddush. Um, because obviously there's an Indian of Chinuch. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.